Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hi, everybody, and yeah. welcome. To the Last Spin Podcast. My name is Mike, and with me, as always, Dylan Godino, the editor-in-chief of LaughSpin.com. What's up, buddy? Not too much. What's up with you, Mike? Oh, you know. Thanks for having me here in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> in my kitchen studio. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are. We're here. We're live at, uh, at the Alamo, and it's a mouse-infested Alamo. Dude, you have one mouse. I do. I hate fucking mice so goddamn much do you know how i mean not to freak you out but do you know how many mice are around oh yeah like when you go to a restaurant there's mice billions of them there's billions of billions of mice all shitting on your pasta before it comes out for you (laughs) all of them (laughs) yeah i i just i can't if there's one thing on god's green earth that i cannot stand and it's fucking pests dude and it just I saw one the other day, and I just flipped, and it, shit hasn't been the same since. There's there's mouse traps all over the place. Yeah, I, got, I see that. They're like prob- the, they're like the old school like cartoon like Looney Tunes type. Yeah, <laughs> turn the crank and snap the plank and boot the marble right down the shoe. But uh, I don't know what that is. Mouse trap. You know the game Mouse Trap. No. Oh God. No, right. I don't. But anyway, we are we're here. We're live, and uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us first of all, and we have. Quite the big announcement, and we have quite a few people to thank while we're here, right? Indeed, yes. So this is officially our 21st episode of the Laugh Spin podcast. Yes. The even better thing is this is our first broadcast with the newly launched podcast network. I call it a podcast network because there are 11 podcasts included in this comedy network. It's called All Things Comedy, but it's going to be more than just podcasts. It was the brainchild of comedians Bill Burr and Al Madrigal, whom I'm sure all of our listeners know. They wanted to create a comedy hub wherein comedians that they knew and respected all participated in providing content, and everybody owns their own shit. The business end of things are still handled by the comedians. Everything is uh, comedian-produced and still owned. And Laugh Spin, which I'm very honored to be part of, not only is uh, the Laugh Spin podcast part of this new network, but we are also the exclusive editorial content provider for allthingscomedy.com. Um, so that means, yeah, sure, clap Bravo, it up. Oh, dude. Clap it up. So that means when you go to allthingscomedy.com, not only will you see the, the roster of, of great podcasts, which I'll get to in a second, but you'll also be engaged uh, in an editorial way where everything you see on Laughspin will also appear on All Things Comedy. So that's exciting. Yeah, dude. That's, it's, it's awesome because there are some amazing comics that are a, a part of this. In fact, <laughs> in fact, when you show me the link for when it was set up. Well, first of all, that, let, me, let me just bring something up here quick. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Once we got approved for this, once this was going through, you're like, dude, send me... A picture. If you got a picture of yourself, and you got to do like a bio, real right? Quick, right. Sure. Which 
I remember from the radio days, I just, I can't stand. I, I hate them because radio bios are stupid and they just, they don't mean anything. Nobody reads them. Nobody gives a fuck. So I send you this shit and I'm like, all right, whatever. They'll bury it, whatever. So then you send me, all right, yo, it's going up. Here's the link. And right. you send me and it goes, here it is. It says comics. Right. The heading is comics. Right. And it's all these unbelievable comedians. And then my stupid face. And it is stupid. <laughs> right. In the middle. I think I'm next to the Harlan Williams, which is, I, I have no business being anywhere near there. And then meanwhile, I'm like, all right, well, at least Dylan's with me. And then meanwhile, you don't even have a picture of yourself <laughs> up there, you fuck. <laughs> You're an ass. God but damn. But that's—I mean—that's only the, the only reason there's not. They've been asking me for a picture, and I and I sent them stuff, but it's, but it's all shitty stuff. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. I have a no, a but but, that but at least but at least it's high res. I don't even have I don't have a high res oh. photo of me because I'm not a performer. And not that neither am I. And not right, but you lived in LA for a while, and everybody in LA has a has a headshot. And everybody. I, you know, I I have not lived in LA, <laughs> and I'm not a performer, and so I don't have. And also, like my best friends aren't like photographers, right? So I don't have a high res photo of me. I I do, but they're from like three years ago. I look <laughs> totally different, so I haven't. I've been trying to take pictures of myself, and I, I need to send them a photo. So he, so uh. so. There you have it. But- I, I just, I felt like such a douche. I, <laughs> I texted it to a bunch of people. I'm like, which of these things does not belong? <laughs> and then there's my stupid face, which is funny because it cuts off my hair. So it looks like I'm just bald, oh. completely bald, which is awesome. I, which is fine. I don't, that's, I don't fucking care. That's an artistic crop. That's, <laughs> I like that. So whatever. It's fun. We're, I, I'm totally ecstatic and humbled to be aboard. With some awesome comedians. Who who else is on the network? You, you got. I, I mean, I couldn't believe this when you told me. Here's the list of the podcasts that are part of allthingscomedy.com. We have Jake This with Jake Johansson, The Harlan Highway with Harlan Williams, The Monday Morning Podcast with Bill Burr, Greg Barron's and Dave Anthony's podcast, Walking the Room, Baron Vaughn's podcast called Deep Shit with Baron Vaughn, The Long Shot Podcast with Eddie Pepitone, Sean Conroy, Amber Kenny, and Jamie Flam, Minivan Men with Chris Spencer, Al Madrigal, and Maz Jabroni. Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. They're married and fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, the Flop House from Stuart Wellington and Daily Show writers Dan McCoy and Elliot Callen. And then last but definitely not least is The Skeptic Tank with Ari Shafir. And obviously we're there too, the Laugh Spin podcast. So unbelievable! it's going to be awesome. It's going to grow. It's going to be more than a podcast network. They're going to start producing albums from their participating comedians cross-promote each other's shows. Hopefully, it, they'll get into becoming a TV-slash-internet channel. So it's going to be awesome. I'm very excited to be part of it. And for this episode of The Last Spin Podcast, since it's the first one with All Things Comedy, as you know, every week we do play some selected audio clips, whether it's from TV or from some new stand-up comedy albums. So we're going to do that this week as well, except we're going to do four clips, and all four of them are going to be from comedians who are participating in all things comedy to show our support and love and respect for the new network and for the comedians participating. So the first thing we wanted to do was play a little snippet from Bill Burr's new special. It's called You People Are All The Same. It's just become available on BillBurr.com. He's going the self-release route that's become very popular. It's $5. Go download it. It's BillBurr.com, and you have to go to the merch section. But for right now, here's a little clip from the special. No, I think I know. I think I know how to raise a kid. You know what it is? You just, you just play catch with them. 
I think that's the big deal, man. That's how you raise a kid. You play catch with them. You just talk about life. You distract them by throwing the ball. They don't even notice you're filling their heads up with your theories. <laughs> right? <laughs> you don't do it the old school way, the way your parents used to. Sit down across from you. You want to tell me about your day? Anybody offer you any drugs? You're learning about sex? You're like, dude, you're fucking freaking me out. I'm trying to eat a Pop-Tart here, right? No, you just take in the back. You play catch with them. That's it. You talk about life, right? What's that, son? Ah, we're not going to church today. Fuck that. That's <laughs> ah, all a bunch of bullshit. God's everywhere, but I got to go down there to see him. Really? And he's mad at me down there, and I owe you money. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> not stupid. It's ridiculous. It's in here. All right? It's not down. It's in here. They try to take it. It's down. It's in here. You do something good, you feel good. You do something bad, you feel bad, you know? Unless you're like a sociopath, and you don't feel shit. You know? Unless you got somebody duct taped upside down in your apartment, you know? And, and if you do something like that, I want you to feel like you can come to me, you know? Yeah, come to me, confess all of that. We'll go down to the precinct. We'll tell them everything. Yeah, I'm going to turn you in. This isn't fucking Dexter. What are you, you mind? <laughs> Bill Burr, you people are all the same. Awesome, awesome comedy special. You got to check it out. I, I watched it the other day. It's just, it's great. He's, he's really just on top of his game. It's really, really cool. I cannot wait to use that exact... Well, I have to memorize it first, but I can't wait to use that exact speech to both of my sons. <laughs> it really is. It does make a lot of sense, though. Of course it does. Yeah. And you're a father, so you I am. You know exactly how to handle that kind of situation. Or you don't know, but you, you can kind of get a better idea from something like this, right? Sure. Yeah. The beauty of that is, of course, is that of Bill Burr is not a parent in in any sense oh that's right yeah he's not at no. all oh no <laughs> that's right but You're he's right, right. He is. he's no, absolutely, he's absolutely right. right yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny what do you say we get in some news buddy let's do it some news please comedy news all right uh let's see first up seth mcfarlane big news coming up this week seth mcfarlane is going to be hosting the oscars the 85th annual academy awards this is friggin' great. Uh, don't you agree? I'm not a huge fan of Seth MacFarlane. I know you're not. I know, but, I mean, but it, for it, the Oscars. For the Oscars, I like where the world is going. Yeah. I, a few things came came to mind when they picked Seth MacFarlane. Last year, you might remember, there was a, there was a big debacle. Brett Ratner mm-hmm. was uh, chosen to direct it, and he brought in his friend, Eddie Murphy, right. to host it. Then Brett Ratner said some fucked up things during a press conference Whatever. Uh, for Tower. I think it was for Tower Heist about gay people. And he apologized, and then he backed out, and then Eddie Murphy, I guess in some kind of fucked up sign of solidarity, (laughs) backed out of hosting. (laughs) So in the end, Billy Crystal hosted it. So it was a big debacle. Eddie Murphy was supposed to be kind of representing a new edgier Oscar host, and it didn't really really pan out. So, and, And we know... And Ricky Gervais, of course, is considered very edgy, and he's done hosting work, but... For the Golden Globes, not for right. the Oscars. And the Oscars are really the epitome of mainstream entertainment. Yeah. And Seth MacFarlane obviously is not, you would consider, mainstream, or is he? So my question to you, Mike, is what, what does this say about Seth MacFarlane? And what does it say? Well, let's do that first. Is, is Seth MacFarlane, has he sold out? I mean, he's a song and dance man now. Right. Has he sold out? Or... Uh, are the tastes of of mainstream America getting uh, edgier? Dare I say, more mature? 
Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. I think it's a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. Okay. Um, I think number one, Seth is going to behave. He he will behave. He he he'll behave in in so much as he's going to be very respectful. He's going to have some zingers, but they're going to be very subversive and very subtle. There gonna be there'll be things that you probably won't catch right away, or at least the morons in the room won't catch right away. It'll be kind of you know tongue in cheek, wink, wink and a smile, that type of thing. So I think that'll happen. I think there'll be a couple of cheese ball things. Obviously, he's going to do some some singing and dancing. Uh, I don't know. Is he much of a dancer? I know he's a singer. I mean, as much as he's, as, as he's, so much as Billy Crystal danced. Right. You know I mean, I think that that much. They'll, they'll they'll have you know those the smash cuts and the dancers behind him just going crazy. But him himself, I don't. So think. You're, you're making fun of that, but that's that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and you totally and you love when he croons. I fucking I love when he sings. I don't love the whole spectacle that goes on behind it. The Cirque de Soguet behind him. So this is this is what he said, by the way, to Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, the Oscars would not be the Oscars without a musical component. Some of the best Oscar shows have had great musical production numbers, so I think there will be a musical element. What the balance is remains to be seen, but we will follow in that grand tradition. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, sounds like you're right. The one thing though is I don't know. One thing I don't want to do is he's gonna do so. He's gonna do all the Family Guy voices. That's like that's cool and all. That's what you're known for, but uh, I don't know. If he wants to take a step away from that a little bit, just be Seth MacFarlane because he's really good. He's really good when he hosts, when he's done the roasts yeah. and stuff. I think he was a really good host at that. He's kind of like that really good straight man yet can throw a good zinger every once in a while. Right. Now, the second part of your question, do you think, do you think Hollywood is kind of coming around a little bit and not being as bland? Maybe. I think that they are more comfortable with this, with the whole five-second delay mm-hmm. that they've thrown in since the Janet Jackson titty gate uh-huh. of the Super Bowl. I think that they're more comfortable with taking a little bit of a risk. I think it's a safe risk because, again, I think McFarlane knows how to play ball. He's not Trey Parker and Matt Stone. He's somewhere in between. Yeah, this- he's not as smart as them. <laughs> no, you're right. I, you're absolutely right. I'm not like super fan number number one for yeah, you Seth are. MacFarlane. No, I'm not. <laughs> I honestly haven't watched a, a new episode of Family Guy in fucking forever, to be quite honest. But I I did. I, I only watch when I'm on a masturbate. I, <laughs> okay, that fucking that dog. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> that, right. that dog really. Well, then you'll then you'll love the Oscars because that's his <laughs> voice, man. That by himself. But yeah, <laughs> they're hedging their bets, but they're they're it's the safest bet possible it's somewhere in between the simpsons and south park is yeah it's seth mcfarlane yeah i agree not I, family guy is seth mcfarlane right you understand? i think once he started singing and like he put that album out mm. i think they were like well yeah he could be something that mainstream america can can cling on to right and i think also too the hosting that he did for for the roasts yeah did he do more than one uh, or you just he, did the one he did two he did two okay I think so the hosting jobs he did with that, he can get a little edgy, but at the same time, I don't think they really needed to edit anything that he said in, on Comedy Central. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it was over, so over the top that it was like, okay, we got to cut that out. And I, don't, and I think ABC expects the same thing. And, right. And especially because it's fucking Disney. You know, they, right. They expect a little bit. They're a little bit. He, sa- and he, sa- he says he's going to be very involved in the, in the writing. Well, that's good. Uh, that's I something else he he said. Uh, good. I hope he fucking, I hope he tells Bruce Valanche to go take a hike. Pardon <gasps> my French. Take a hike. Take a long walk off a short pier. Is that some, is that some sort of gay crack against Bruce Valanche? No, that's <laughs> not a gay crack. <laughs> I actually forgot Bruce Valanche was gay until you just mentioned it. <laughs> 
which I don't know how I could forget that, but I've never been a fan of the Oscar writing. Never. So any new blood they can throw in there, throw it in there, please. Yeah. For Christ's sakes, throw it in there. So we'll see, man. I, at least it's something different, you know? At least I'll, I'll actually have some excuse to at least watch just the beginning. Yeah. Because after that beginning montage or whatever, you really don't see the host anyway. It's all about that beginning montage. Yeah, you're right. So. So what else? What else you got? We're going to jump right back into some audio. Uh-oh. We're going to go to Ari Shafir. And this is another one that's on allthingscomedy.com? Absolutely. He hosts his his podcast is actually very, very popular on the, on the iTunes. Good. Yeah. So Ari Shafir is on allthingscomedy.com. The Skeptic Tank is the name of his podcast. Sweet. And he just put out a new album. It's called Revenge for the Holocaust. And as we speak, it's the number one album comedy album on iTunes. So let's hear a little bit, shall we? I hate when people ex- like have their weird like insecurities or like differences and they expect everyone else to like live by them. You ever get those people? Like you ever hang out with like a brand new sober alcoholic? <laughs> yeah, they're horrible to hang out with. Don't get me wrong. If you're an Alcoholics Anonymous, you should have been there like four years ago. You're a fuck up and it'll help you. But I don't have a problem. Just you. Those first couple weeks, they see you having a beer with dinner, and they're like, really? Really? You're going to have a beer with dinner? Do you need it? Don't you think that means you have a problem? And you're like, if my problem is that I'm thirsty, then yes. Otherwise, please remember that you're the alcoholic, not me. I might have a bunch of beers tonight. You know what I'm not going to do tomorrow? Have a bunch of beers, okay? I'm not a fucking alcoholic. You were blowing dudes for drugs like last Wednesday. You still have cum in your hair. Please don't look down on me. (laughs) Ari Shafir, he's probably one of the smartest comedians out there today. Yeah, he does good work. While he said the phrase, cum in your hair, I was just thinking about my hair. And if that were ever to happen to me, not that I'd ever be in a position for that to happen... But my hair, my hair is so kinky. You'd be in trouble. I have lost, I, and I shit you not, I've lost pencils in my hair. Are you serious? In, co- in college, I would, you know, just like during class, I like went just bored if I had like a whole shitload, if I had like a surplus of pens and pencils, sure. I would just shove them in my hair and then I would take them all out. But then like four hours later, I'd be itching my head and fucking there would be a, like a pencil in and there. And a Dixon Ticonderoga would pop out. Th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd be like Edie McClurg and Ferris Bueller. <laughs> that's that's right. That's what a, uh, now that you mentioned it, yeah. is that is that natural like that, or did you have to do something to that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know hair. I don't know this is, hair like that. This is natural. I'm I'm Italian. I have I have kinky hair. And what does kinky hair mean? I, I have curly hair. Yeah, but it's but there's a difference between curly and what you have. You, what what do I have? Yours looks like it's been squeezed and pressed into really really tight curls. Right. So this is the first time my hair has looked like this specifically. Yeah. I've gone the very natural route. Okay. And I have I have a really horrible habit of of playing with my hair. So combined with I know I noticed that on the, oh on yeah the other shows God yeah yeah yeah. So combined with that and the fact that uh, I keep it natural is, is and then pulled back with a headband. Yeah, it's I, I form dreads and it, it's basically dreaded. That's what it looks like, but it's not like dirty. Like white man dreads are the, probably the dirtiest things on the planet. Like this, that, I mean, this right here is. But that's not. That's a dread. Oh, that is a dread. Holy <laughs> shit! How do you wash that? I don't. You don't wash your hair. Rinse it. Hot water. Yeah, but you're going to put some kind of shampoo in it. No, I don't. Dude, you got to get some fucking, like, 
There's mice. Shimp. There's mice living in my hair. Yeah, I have an extra trap I can throw in there. There is mice in my we'll hair. Put peanut butter in that shit, and we'll get that fucker. Quickly. Yeah, no, I rarely, I rarely shampoo my hair, wow. now, and I guarantee you, my hair is healthy. How the fuck did we get on this topic? I don't know. All right, whatever. Moving on. My vagina hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. It's got like a stabbing pain in my. Lena <laughs> Dunham is shopping an advice book for a million dollars. Heck a yeah. million dollars. Okay, yeah, this girl has, she had her hit show on HBO, break, yeah. kind of a breakout hit. Louis C.K. gave it a seal of approval, and all of a sudden everybody starts flocking to her. He's like the Oprah of comedians right now with his book club. She was doing pretty well without, she was. without his she stamp was, of approval. She was, but there was, a good, there was a bit of a levy breaking once he, once he said what he said. I think, the, I think the levy broke when... Right, just go ahead. W- just, when, uh, just contradict everything. When Judd Apatow decided to produce her show. Whatever, dude. I, I think that was probably uh, the levy breaking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Second season premiering somewhat soon. I know, I know. All right, so she's now shopping an advice book around. Yeah. And she's asking, I give her all the respect in the world because she's taking advantage of her fame. And she is selling to the highest bidder, asking for a minimum of a million dollars. Yeah, and she should get it. Yeah, what else you got on this, though? Well, it's going to be a collection of essays. But as you you said, they're kind of pitching it as an advice book. Slate.com got hold of a very detailed proposal in a few sample chapters. Mm. They say that the working title is Not That Kind of Girl, Advice by Lena Dunham. It's going to be a bunch of essays, you know, revolving around sex and relationship and eating disorders and obsessing about death, among other things, all the so things she's kind of used to uh, talking about. It's very happy. Just happy stuff. It's just, <laughs> just <laughs> books that are... Uh, there's got to be conflict, Mike. Else there, you know. It's true. It's true. Well, at, at least I hope the, from just from her language and from her voice, the yeah. way that she presents uh, a script, uh, I'm hoping that at least this has some kind of realistic advice that girls will flock to, not that bullshit that they get in fucking magazines. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's the exact polar opposite of that, a more of a realistic approach relationships and all of the things that you just talked about so good for her and i hope she gets the million i hope she gets more than a million because she she deserves it and again she's a very talented girl so maybe she'll give us some of the money if we, we could ask if we, if we say enough nice things about we her. could ask nicely we could we could uh, say that she could come on once a week and give her advice tip of the week we'll even go to her we could go to her why not man? we can go to brooklyn yeah i'll sleep outside her apartment on the sidewalk. Okay. Just, yeah. Sure. I, don't, I don't know that that would be necessary, but... No, I mean, you know, but if I need to... I, you know me, man. I'll go the extra mile for this show. You sure will. Sir. You All sure right. will. Mm. Hence the cum in my hair. <laughs> you know? And hence the glass of whiskey that I just drank. Oh, oh my, my God. God so that good. stuff smells like fucking poison. Oh, dude, Jameson is the greatest goddamn thing ever. I'm sorry. Uh, that's the beauty of podcasting, folks. You can do podcasts while you drink hard alcohol. Great. All right, Ralphie May, one of my favorites. Ralphie May, he's going to be checking into a mental facility for depression and weight. Now, this is this is shocking to me. You told me this before. Yeah, we we went on, you know, reading up a little bit on it. It's depressing. I've met, I've actually met Ralphie May once, a long, long time ago, mm-hmm. when he was on Hollywood Squares when I was working there, mm-hmm. and he uh, he couldn't have been nicer. I mean, the nicest guy, one of these guys that just knows where he comes from, isn't too full of himself, just such a cool dude. And funny as hell, man. He is yeah. hysterical. And it's it's a double-edged sword because it's upsetting but at the sa- for fans, but at the same time, you want to congratulate him for at least going this route rather than off the deep end into some 
point of no return. You know yeah. what I mean? So what is, uh, what is Ralphie's uh, camp saying about this whole thing? Ralphie actually uh, responded to me Tuesday today. It was last night, Monday. He tweeted out on uh, Monday night, quote, next week I'm going to go to a mental facility to help myself with my weight and depression. I'm going to write a book, Imperfectly Yours, Ralphie. So I wanted to make sure he wasn't, not that it was super funny, but, right. you know, he's a comedian, so I want to make sure before we posted anything on Laughspin that he was serious. I confirmed with him that he was serious, and I asked if he was going to, he's got, I mean, if you look at his tour schedule, he's got a ton of, he's booked solid through January 1st. Wow. So, you know, I, I asked if he was going to cancel. I, I don't know if it's an inpatient or an outpatient thing, but the point is, is that he is going to, postpone all of his shows in november december and he's going to be back on stage for new year's at stand up live in phoenix arizona i believe cool so i don't find this at all upsetting or depressing you have to imagine most comedians go through things like this yeah uh and not just most comedians, but a lot of... A lot of uh, people, just regular people. A lot of regular people. And I think it's really cool. I think one of the great things about the, the world of comedy is that... And, you know, I wrote this uh, on the post on Spin, You know, that unlike television and, and movie stars, comedians can come out and be brutally honest about themselves. Because they're usually brutally honest about themselves on stage. And that's how people know them. And that's how people form such close relationships with comedians materials and right you know television actors and movie actors you don't really get that because they're always playing they're always playing a part and also generally speaking actors tv and movie actors are much more famous so they can't just come out and tweet that they're gonna check into a, a mental facility to, right, you know, right to get some to get some help i think it's great that ralph just tweeted it and and was able to be like listen hey you know i'm a human i'm not doing too well right now I'm going to check into a place, you know, because it's, he's got a bunch of tour dates. So if he just fucking vanishes, people are going to be like, where did Ralphie may go? So in, instead of letting people wonder where he is or have his fans think awful things, he just came out and said it. And, and that's that. So good for him. And like you said, it, it's good that he's self-aware enough that he knows that he needs to get some help. Yeah. And, you know, he'll get it. And, and, and hopefully things will be better. Maybe, you know, Greg Giraldo should have gotten help and all, yeah, the, all these other, all the, right. you know, all these other people that, and that's not to say uh, Greg didn't get help, but the point is, is he's being proactive and, and that's a good thing. You're absolutely right. And I think uh, I'm, I misspoke before when I said it's depressing news. It's not, depre- it's, it's not depressing news. I think it's the wrong word for it. I think it's just, it, it's it's it is a little upsetting just because you just you never want to see anybody like this go through something like this right but at, but again at least he's uh on top of it and he's got enough he's got enough self-awareness to know okay i gotta do something about it so that's right. good so that is yeah no i, so I, I get what you're saying i get what you're saying it's it's you tend to think that everything's okay with the people you watch on television and when you find out that things aren't okay then it's upsetting so right exactly. i get that exactly so i just assume that everybody is on the verge of a mental breakdown <laughs> true that i, I that's true. i mean that's how i assume so like when ralphie may <laughs> tweeted this i'm like yeah of course like why wouldn't he be you know he's he's a comedian he's introspective he's he's in his head all the time just like you know most comedians i mean how sure i think everybody should get help i think right. <laughs> i'm a strong proponent of therapy and and getting help yeah, I well, you know what? 
you couldn't be more right about that, sir. So best to Ralphie and uh, and good for him. I'm I'm happy for him. All right, we got more audio we got to play, right? Heck yeah. What is it? We're going to Eddie Pepitone. Oh, one of my favorites. One of the funniest men alive. He really is. One of the most underrated guys ever. So Eddie Pepitone put out an album, uh, I believe late last year. It's called A Great Stillness. It's a great album. You should pick it up. He's the co-host of the Long Shot Podcast, which is part of the AllThingsComedy.com network. And uh, we're going to play about, I think it's about three minutes here. And this is Eddie opining about unionizing porn porn movie sets and not just for the actresses. So here's, here's Eddie. When I look on the porn thing, by the way, I would love to be a leader. I'd love to be a porn union leader. And I'd love to, and, I, and I'd make a speech, like if you guys were all porn stars, I'd be like, listen, I want to represent everybody. And I'm talking about even the guy who is tied up watching his wife get fucked. He should get scale. It shouldn't just be the two people fucking. I'm talking about even the people like the bartender when he's hanging out watching a tremendous gangbang. Let's pay him as well. God, you're lucky to see me, you know. You really are. Let's pay these people. Not just the people who are drinking the sperm out of the champagne glasses and getting gagged for hours on end. Let's pay the guy who has a gun to his head and being forced to watch this as part of the scenario. These are the people who are forgotten. And if I am elected, and there will be no outsourcing of porn, we will not have porn. There will be no porn fucking overseas except in Estonia, in all those small Eastern European countries that have fell, and all they have is fucking. All right, that was the porn union leader. Uh, No, you don't have to clap. You don't have to clap. Don't do that to me. A clap was not warranted there. Know your comedy. Imagine the stand-up who, who just completely defeats the purpose. The fuck are you laughing about? I didn't mean it to be a joke. Fuck! Don't do that to me. All right, so I'm going to go back to the Twitter guy. These really are my tweets. Here's, here's another one, and this one is, uh, was last Christmas. Last Christmas. There is a drip, 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 and I'm going to hurt somebody. <laughs> There he is, the great Eddie Pepitone, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. He's he's awesome. He's he's just he's like 
It's like if Louis Black and Patton Oswalt, I was going to say, has, he just has these random references and right. things that, you know, these kind of very smart, subversive, just randomness yeah. about him. And, and the, just the screaming of Louis Black, the intensity <laughs> of Louis Black is just, I just, it's awesome. I love, I love Eddie Pepitone. I, and, and his Twitter is top 10 to follow easily. Yeah. Fuck you, Rolling Stone. Oh, God. Follow that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that- that li- that list was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It still it still bothers it still bothers all, all of us, I think. But that is uh, what's the name of the album? It's it's called uh, a, a great, great stillness. A, a great stillness. Okay. Pick it up on the iTunes, please do. Uh, and you should also know about Eddie Pepitone. Uh, in addition to a great stillness and the Long Shot Podcast documentary, yeah, all about him. It's called The Bitter Buddha. Do a little googling on The Bitter Buddha, and you can check out some uh, trailers and some previews and shit oh, like that. Is that out right now? It's been screening at comedy festivals, as, as, as far as I know. Mm. And Eddie Pepitone just retweeted. Oh, hey, how about Because I, I let everybody know that we're listening to Eddie Pepitone, and Eddie, uh, Eddie retweeted. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Appreciate it. All right, let's get into some, uh, some, some Hollywood news as far as some people getting some, people getting some new jobs. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let... very excited about I'm going to let you take this one. Okay. I've, I've actually been trying to look up how to pronounce his name phonetically <laughs> for the past fucking 15 minutes, and I can't find it. So I'm going to just say it this way. That's why I gave it to you. I know. Broken Lizards, J. Chandra Sakar. That's probably close. Close enough, okay? J. Chandra Sakar. He's going to be directing Yogi Bear 2. The tall uh, Indian guy from Broken Lizards. Right, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, he, he's uh, slated to be directing Yogi Bear 2, which... Okay, great. I didn't see the first one. I'm sorry. It started Dan Aykroyd and, and Justin Timberlake. J- yeah. Jay Timber, as I like to call him. Jay Tims, sure. And yeah, he is uh, set to direct this one, which I know he has had some directing experience. He's directed sure. a couple of the Broken Lizard movies, if not all of them. Has he directed all of them? I think he's kind of like the main, the main vein yeah. running through this. Right. I mean, you know, there, it's, it's, it's all the four of them. Four? Uh, I think there's four. Four or five. So he's got that job, and that's that's great for him. Hopefully that he pulls something together. I'm not sure exactly who's writing it, but, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Did you see The Baby Makers? No, you didn't, because nobody saw it. Oh. What was it? It was with uh, Olivia Munn and... Oh! Sh- what's his name? Fuck, Schneid. He was on Parks and Rec. I forgot his name, but it was a very kind of broken lizard type flick, and Yogi Bear is is not. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just super bizarre that Yogi, that he's helming this movie that <laughs> i love what you wrote here i mean he's <laughs> it does it does this reminds me of i wrote down here in my notes uh, mike and i are very big uh fans of the critic <laughs> the animated series all those many years ago that starred uh, john lovitz and there's an episode <laughs> where jay sherman the critic himself agrees to uh, to write and direct this fictitious shitty sequel called Ghost Chasers. I think it was the Ghost Chasers 3 or Ghost something. Ghost Chasers 3. It's and it was like on Ghostbusters. It, yeah, 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 yeah. So just, <laughs> I don't know, it just reminded it reminded me of you like you have this like well-respected cult comedy guy. Right. Who's done like great work and obviously, you know, just I don't know, I'm sure they're paying him a lot of money. And funny enough, both both of both of which include Dan Aykroyd. Uh, <laughs> it's some, yes. some shape or form. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> that's that's true. So and our, both are named Jay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh, that's weird. All right, and also this was th- on the the higher end of things. This is something I'm really looking forward to. Oh, good because I don't. I'm glad you're doing this because I have no idea what this show is. Oh my god, dude. You have shit. 
All right, Pat Oswalt just found this out today. <laughs> I was very excited to hear about this. Yeah. Pat Oswalt headed to FX. He's going to be on a he's going to be in a multi episode arc of the great show Justified, which is stars Timothy Oliphant, Walter Goggins, or Walton Goggins, I should say. So, sorry, um, and uh, who else is in it? Fucking I don't know, a couple of hot chicks. And <laughs> okay, it's it is. A terrific show that's on FX, and it's really good. It kind of it's all about a deputy U.S. marshal who is has to go back to his hometown in the middle of the Hicksville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But there's all all kinds of uh, organized crime going on, and a lot of shit going down that you had no idea goes down in these kind of small towns, right. in these Hickvilles. And the dialogue's great. The storylines are awesome. The characters are really great. Walton Goggins is fucking phenomenal. His hair is just insane. Um, we got a chance to interview Walton Goggins actually just when the show first aired, when his first season aired, he was actually promoting Predators. He was in the latest um, Predator movie. But um, Oh, my God. Yeah, he is, uh, he's a phenomenal actor. You may know him oh, from yeah, The I Shield. Know, I know this guy. Um, he is, he's got an impressive forehead. Yeah, impressive forehead, but even in a more impressive hairdo in fucking Justified. So I tweeted today that... Um, did you just say tweeted? Yeah, tweeted. That's my. I don't like saying tweeted or tweeted. Okay. That's why you just try sure. to make it dirty and say tweeted. Sure. I actually stole that from Film Drunk. But the common place is that there's there's always a different kind of headgear. So he's like some kind of signature headgear involved in Justified. Like Tim Timothy Alphen, he always wears the cowboy hat. He's got the Stetson on. Okay. And Walton Goggins, he's got the crazy fucking hair. So Pat Oswalt, who's going to be kind of like a comic relief, but also is going to serve a really good purpose, apparently, in the arc that he's in. I picture him wearing like a World War I flying ace helmet and goggles. <laughs> just, to be him, just to continue with the, the wacky headpieces. <laughs> I don't know. I was, just, I was just thinking of something ridiculous that Pat could bring to the, bring to the table. But, I, but you know what, though? I think it's fucking great because... The show is funny. The show is actually pretty funny. There's there's some very good moments of humor that are that are really funny. Really good breakups in the drama part of it. And plus, Patton being such a good comedy actor and dramatic actor, as we've seen in Big Fan, right? And also, I can never remember the goddamn name of the fucking movie he was in with Charlie. Young Stone. Adult. Thank you, Young Adult. He's got some chops. Patton's got some chops, man. Both in comedy and uh, drama. So I think this is an amazing addition. Because some of these guys that are on this show are funny without, I think, them realizing it. And Patton can actually be funny when needed to be and be dramatic when needed. You know, he's he's on point with both. So what an amazing addition. What a great casting decision. I'm excited for Pat, and I'm excited for the show. I can't wait to, for it to come back, man. It's me and my girl have watched every episode. It's 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 incredible. It's an incredible show. It's something you should really get into. I think you'd really like it. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's very very cool. So congrats to Pat, and that is great. All right, moving on. Let's get to some more audio. We have uh, we have what we have one more right. This is it. This is our fourth and final piece of audio. Okay. This is uh, Jake Johansson, veteran comedian, very well respected comedian. He's got a podcast on the All Things Comedy dot com network it's called jake this and i uh, wanted to listen to a little track from his album entitled i love you in this he talks about the advantages and disadvantages of walking around with a flask 
That's the thing. You got to take care of yourself. You know, you got to have some kind of insurance. I had a friend. Luckily, he had insurance. He had a big health scare. He's fine now. But he had this. He started getting these headaches where he was dizzy and nauseous. And so we went to the emergency room and he had to get an MRI. And he was scared. He had a brain tumor. And they said, well, you're fine. It's going to be okay. But we spent all day in the emergency room. So we were relieved and we decided we should commemorate this big day where he found out he's going to be fine. And so we bought flasks as a kind of a guy. It's hard to think of a thing that two guys can get to commemorate a time they spent together. You know what I mean? Like you can't get a locket. And uh, that's him. That's me. We're friends. Um, It's kind of either flasks or pocket knives. And uh, I already had a pocket knife. I never had a flask before. So now I have a flask and I never, let me tell you something about a flask. Whip your flask out sometime. Take a big swig and watch how quick people judge you. Even my friends, even my friends are like, dude, maybe that's a sign you've got a problem. (laughs) I know, I was like, maybe that's a sign I found a solution. (laughs) It's like a little bottle of answers that I can carry with me at all times. (laughs) Jake Johansson. There he is. Ladies and gentlemen. Very cool. Another member of the All Things Comedy Network. If you haven't got to allthingscomedy.com, you must, because you got to check out not only all of the great things that Dylan was talking about before, but again, if you're looking for some new podcasts, if you haven't heard any of these guys, go there, because all these podcasts are, are just, they're fantastic. I, I mean, Bill Burr's I've been listening to forever. Harlan Williams I've caught on, on occasion here and there. Ari Shafir, as I said, I've, I think he's one of the smartest guys in the business right now, he's, and his podcast just backs that up completely. And I can't wait to check out some of these other ones too. Some of the ones that I haven't, I, I haven't heard of yet. And I, I'm, but I'm looking forward to it. Very humbled to be on board. And you should be. I am. Seriously, this is my look at. I'm in. A, I'm in my fucking kitchen right now, doing a goddamn podcast. And my stupid headshot from 2003 is right below <laughs> Harlan, Harlan Williams. <laughs> that headshot's almost 10 years old. God Two, damn it. 2003. I look exactly the same, don't I? Yeah, pretty much. I really do. That's yeah. the only reason why I keep using it, because if I started looking terrible, I definitely yeah. wouldn't. Sure. That should be a lie. So, all right, we got a couple more things to mention, some, a couple things that are on Laughspin right now that you should really see. Uh, again, Laughspin.com is your source for all things comedy news related. Find out all the best stuff going on in the world of stand-up and beyond. Laughspin.com is the place to be. Dylan does a fine, fine job oh, with Laughspin.com. Dude, it's it's great, man. Again, you know, I, I love being aboard this just because who wouldn't? This is fucking awesome. This is just you talk comedy all the time, and, you, you know, this is great. So uh, a couple of things going on on Laughspin.com right now. Yeah, uh, there's a, you may have seen it. If not, check it out on Laughspin. Uh, search Samuel L. Jackson, and you'll see his video, his, his pro-Obama video, which is called Wake the Fuck Up. Very, very funny. Ron White uh, has self-released his own special. It's called A Little Unprofessional, and he's offering all sorts of special bonus packages to go along with that. Very nice. Uh, so we have kind of a rundown uh, of, the, of the special, what you can see on the special, and just a little bit of background uh, about what Ron is doing. So just search Ron White on Lapsman.com. You'll see that. Oh, we have this. It's it's the fifty. It's the fiftieth anniversary of the start of Johnny Carson on the Tonight Show. Wow! This this week marks the fiftieth. Monday actually was literally the fiftieth. That Monday was the anniversary. 50th. Yeah. So wow. we have uh, there's ten. We have a list of 
10 best Johnny Carson moments uh, categorized. Best celebrity appearance, best stand-up appearance. Right. A lot of funny stuff. A new Dimitri Martin interview that's upped. Pegged, yeah, I pegged, saw that today. Pegged to his, uh, he's got a new stand-up comedy album and special called Stand-Up Comedian. That's out, so you should definitely check that out on LaughSpin.com. That's all the LaughSpin plugs. I also wanted to plug, we already plugged Bill Burr's special, BillBurr.com. These are all all things comedy, participating comedians. Ari Shafir's got an album out, Revenge for the Holocaust. We heard something from that before. It's number one on iTunes right now. Uh, Tom Segura, who we listened to last week, has an album out yep. called White Girls with Cornrows. Uh, <laughs> it's a fucking great album. Segura is such a great comedian. Really so, so underrated. Yep. <laughs> and that's about it. Go to All Things Comedy on Twitter, at All Things Comedy. Yeah, you won't be disappointed, man. It is, it is such a good time. And again, so happy to be aboard. Thank you so much, All Things Comedy. Thank you very much, Dylan, for LaughSpin.com. Appreciate sure. it, dude. And you can catch me also. I forgot my plug. Oh. Crap. Plug. If you can catch me also on my other podcast, Masters of None, mastersofnone.com. We are also out every week. We are a, uh, a comedy podcast talking about pop culture, and I, I'll wholeheartedly admit we are not half as funny as these guys on All Things Comedy. They are just, <laughs> they are professionals, and we are just a bunch of dopes in our kitchen with fucking microphones. So oh, uh, <laughs> that's called self deprecating comedy. All right. So, but thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. And make sure you listen to us next week. We'll be back with an all new Laughspin podcast, laughspin.com. See ya.